Hello and welcome to our first ever festive episode of HR on the Grapevine, the HR Grapevine podcast that traditionally takes an in-depth look at one of the most fascinating, important or divisive HR scoops from over the last week. But in this week's podcast, we are coming to you with a festive twist featuring three Christmas parties, two employee gifts and one unproductive workforce. I'm Sophie Parrott, online editor at HR Grapevine, and each week I'll be joined by a different HR journalist as we explore the contemporary practice and most pressing debates in HR within a short podcast. So, for this one, grab yourselves a hot chocolate and a mince pie as we properly pick apart what it's like to work in the people function over the festive period. Today I'm joined by Kieran Howells, Deputy Editor at Executive Grapevine, who I can't think of anyone better actually to join me on this week's podcast because he's renowned for keeping our editorial team fed and watered with an assortment of homemade festive bakes. But aside from his culinary Christmas talents, Kieran is completely slayed in the HR space too. Do you like what I did there, Kieran? Love it. (laughs) Um, All jokes aside though, Kieran has interviewed several HR practitioners to chart their exciting um, employee engagement initiatives, so he actually has a lot of tips on keeping employees happy and engaged throughout busy periods. In this week's podcast, we'll be shying away from our usual dissection of a recent HR story, and instead we'll be compiling HR's survival guide to Christmas. So Christmas is a really enjoyable period of celebration for employees, but HR still has an important and professional role to play in ensuring that day-to-day operations run smoothly, as well as seeing the seasonal, overseeing the seasonal niceties such as the office party, employee gifts, and continuing to monitor engagement into the new year. With 2018 research from Rift Tax Funds finding that 50% of employees will actually be working on Christmas Day, and undoubtedly a large portion will be working the majority of the run-up to Christmas as well, HR must ensure that they continue to provide a top-quality service, um, but are also trying to enjoy themselves and giving employees the freedom to enjoy themselves too. So, for that reason, the core HR issues that we've chosen to focus on in this week's podcast are Christmas parties, seasonal rewards, and engagement in the run-up to Christmas. So, Kieran, we're actually talking about Christmas parties and some of the problems that they can really cause. Some recent stats from Cambridge people found that one in seven admitted to actually screaming at their belt and boss at the Christmas bash, while more than a fifth admitted to kissing a colleague and one in ten owned up to inappropriately using the photocopier. I'm sure we can all leave that to our imagination on that one. But, Kieran, any advice to HR when actually overseeing the Christmas party? Uh, Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? I think outside of the Christmas party... HR would probably be likely to not best be pleased um, by employees drinking copious amounts around colleagues and getting a bit raucous. Yeah, completely agreed. And I think the the trick with the Christmas party really is to manage expectations beforehand. So, like, we're all adults and we're capable of having a drink and a nice time without getting blotto uh, on the company card. Um, So, you mentioned there uh, a pretty depressing figure about uh, screaming at the boss... I'm sorry to say I've unwrapped a few more less than encouraging figures that you may find interesting. So um, CV Library says that one in four workers actively dreads the office Christmas due, uh, whilst amongst 45 to 54 year olds, uh, that rockets up to 31.4%. So it's obvious that these people anticipate aggravation from mischievous co-workers. Uh, So HR really needs to address that. Uh, they need to address what will and will not be tolerated before it gets to this stage. So what I think you're saying there is rather than cancelling all festivities, HR should just make it clear what behaviour isn't isn't acceptable ahead of the office party. But I think also there are a couple of other points just to quickly touch upon. Um, you know, considering the entertainment that is provided is crucial to ensure that no one is offended um, by 
what seems to happen at the Christmas party. And also, you know, providing continuous food throughout the night may also help prevent employees from getting too sozzled and screaming at their boss at the Christmas party or any of those other um, office dramas that tend to happen at Christmas parties. Yeah, exactly. I think we've all been there. Um, so, yeah, it, it sounds like our advice is to sterilise the event a bit. And, um, you know, this, this is not the case at all. Um, it's, it's really important that your staff socialise and enjoy themselves. But taking things too far or not knowing where the line is can actually ruin it for everyone. And it does happen, you know. Uh, according to CV Library, again, the top causes for post-Christmas party embarrassment in the office include kissing one of your colleagues at 25.9%, throwing up in front of people at 20.5%, and spilling your drink everywhere at 18.4%, none of which are... Uh, are too fantastic are they to be to be doing around colleagues um, though 59.4% do admit that they do really enjoy the Christmas party and 39.8% um, really appreciate that their boss puts an effort into organising the event so it's still worth doing just doing properly and, and making sure that people are aware of what's expected of them yeah absolutely so I think actually office parties can really be used to incentivize employees throughout the year because it's one of those that it gets talked about beforehand then it gets talked about quite a bit afterwards so obviously employees or the majority of employees should I say do look forward to having a festive celebration so this actually brings us on to our next topic of seasonal rewards while some employers particularly around brexit may be keen to tighten the purse strings 2018 research from instant print actually found that 94 percent of employees expect to receive some description of um, christmas gift from their employer Um, not only just to feel valued and appreciated but i guess there is almost this expectation that that's what you should get at christmas rightly or wrongly and particularly with the new year being a prime opportunity for employees to switch jobs A simple gift of appreciation can really stop top talent from jumping ships. So, Kieran, what advice would you give to HR when it comes to employee gifting? Yeah, I mean, it may not feel that necessary, um, but I think your stats, they actually prove that it really is. Uh, 64% of companies don't offer any end-of-year incentives to staff, but actually 74% of those who do see a direct correlation between their bonus structure and their employee retention and also the level of skilled employees that they attract. Yeah, so there's clearly a big advantage to companies that do do it yeah exactly a massive one and this may make more sense than any form of gift uh, which is the most potentially problematic solution to reward for starters ascertaining exactly what your employees actually want is a headache enough uh, as is the problematic concept of differentiating gifts based on age and gender yeah best to just stay the heck away from all of that uh so the bonus seems uh preferable to most But if this isn't possible, consider getting your employees a gift card or something more versatile that doesn't alienate any specific group. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and so, um, you know, or you can organise an event that isn't a Christmas party, such as a company-wide quiz, which is really great for showing appreciation. Yeah, so do a poll and, you know, see what uh, your employees want. I mean, even things such as bringing in treats or letting employees work more flexibly or relaxing dress codes around the holiday season may be viewed as a work treat to some. Absolutely. So I think you've really hit the nail on the head there. Gifts don't have to be physical presents, but it could be something, just a small something that really goes a long way. The final topic to discuss is productivity and engagement. Obviously, with Mariah Carey on repeat and employees gazing out of the window, constantly dreaming of their Peak District getaway over the new year, productivity is very likely to take a severe hit. So, Kieran, just how much of a problem is productivity over this period? And what can HR do to continually keep the workforce productive? 
Yeah, I mean, to be fair, uh, you know, Mariah Carey on repeat is enough to damage my productivity. Um, but as you said there, Soph, um, it, it's this time of year when most people simply just check out. Uh, did you know that actually PECOM research found that 54% of UK workers start thinking it's holiday time from the 16th of December? It's only in a couple of days, really. Exactly, exactly. It's way, way too early to be checking out. Um, but this can be changed. I mean, as already discussed, ensuring that workers feel valued is essential uh, when looking at trying to buck low productivity. Uh, yet the trend we're looking mainly discussing here is the concept of ironically allowing your staff to work less uh, to achieve more I mean I think it's the same thing as the the quiz idea that, that we talked yeah. about um, so this means enforcing a po uh, policy of promoting small respites from the grindstone uh, often dispersed throughout the workday this can be a time to get a coffee or have a walk around the office or even simply yeah you know stare off into space as Mariah Carey plays on repeat if that really takes your fancy yeah not me personally but each to their own <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, this this isn't just a holiday solution. A Gallup study um, did some research. They found that if employees aren't afforded incremental breaks throughout the day, uh, they are 39 to 43% less productive than those who are. Yeah, and you know, on top of these small breaks, it's important that HR doesn't fight the festive period. I mean, if you allow staff to enjoy themselves and celebrate, you know, on, on the understanding that normal work will resume outside of these festivities, yeah. then they're far more likely to stick to their work until they leave for the holidays. Absolutely agree with that. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for, and you guys have probably run out of festive refreshments anyway. But HR Grapevine wouldn't exist without your continued readership and engagement with our content. Whether that's our daily newsletters, monthly magazines, webinars, live events, market-leading research papers, or our shiny new podcast. To find out more, or to sign up to our daily content newsletter, which showcases insights and also best practice solutions to all of your Christmas queries, please visit www.hrgrapevine.com. See you next week.